The following program is brought to you by the Humble Farmer Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening, and just in case you missed reading this in your newspaper, you should know that a man who lives in Friendship, Maine, who was trying to chop down the door to his ex-wife's house with an axe, well, he cut himself and had to have 20 stitches taken. Although he was unavailable for comment, his ex-wife said he never could do nothing right Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to hey. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music.
Kinney's Cotton Pickers here on the Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. Cherry, cherry. One morning, I was in a building, and the sound system in that building was playing a song. And it went something like this. I'm going to yump, dumpy, dumpy, deedle do all night long. Now, I'm deaf. I don't hear half anything. So the only words I heard were, I'm going to yump, dumpy, deedle all night long. Now, here in these lyrics, you might well ask why there are so many songs written for children and so few songs written for us old folks. Because, even though I couldn't understand all of the words to this song, I do know that the only thing, and I can tell you this, the only thing a 79-year-old man wants to yump-dumpy-deedle-do all night long, is sleep.
Scott Hamilton. How long has it been since you went down to the Blue Note to hear Alan Zook play? Fifty years? <laughs> there are still people around who can blow tenor. Scott Hamilton sounds... Well, there ain't no effort to it, is there? No effort at all to do what he did. You have heard me say that I haven't been able to go to the movies for years. Twenty-five or so years ago, I went to the movies with Julian and his wife Peggy. And every time some character would say something important, they'd bring up that background music so neither Julian nor I could hear what was said. We'd both ask Peggy, and she'd repeat it first on one side and then on the other. And I'd very likely laugh and look up just in time to see someone being strangled. I'm going to ask you, why do they put that horrible background music in movies so you can't hear what people are saying? Now you might have noticed that some producers are putting background music behind the stories they even tell on the radio. If I want to hear people telling a story that I can't understand because of the music in the background, I'll listen to La Boheme.
times, four or five times. Doing things right, four or five times. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station, where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you. Years and years ago, a most unpleasant man moved up here to Maine from New York City. After putting up with his foolishness for two or three years, I hope you're listening to this. After putting up with his foolishness for two or three years, one of the local boys thought he'd encourage this guy to move back to New York. Guess what he did? Late one night, this kid came up behind the man as he got out of his car, stuck a gun in his ribs, and robbed him of $3.14. The next day, that man moved back to New York. Well, we were all glad to see him go, but not one of us was pleased with the way the kid had gone about it. That's not what we do around here. And the next time I see the kid, I chewed him out for scaring that man to death. The kid said, Skit, don't you know nothing about city people? They aren't afraid of hold-up men. When that New York man felt my gun in his ribs, he got just plain homesick.
Ted Weems. The Common Ground Fair, you've heard of the Common Ground Fair up in Unity. The Common Ground Fair is just about my favorite event here in Maine. One year I spoke with not dozens but hundreds of radio friends. And as you know, I've been making this program just for you for 37 years now. So over 37 years, I've accumulated quite a few radio friends. My most unforgettable moment? I was talking with six or eight friends when another couple showed up. Nice-looking nice young girl, around 25, 30, and her friend. This girl looked at me and she said, Hot. And of course, being deaf, I leaned toward her and said, What? And she said, Hot. You are hot. I have listened to that sexy voice for years, but I had no idea that you were such a... And she licked her lips and kind of moaned and squirmed with her entire body. And I said, What do you do? And the fellow with her said, Oh, she doesn't have a job yet. They just let her out yesterday.
I was telling my friend Dan about the Common Ground Fair. It's held every September in Unity, Maine. And for three days, there is more IQ on those few acres of ground than you'll find on any comparable space this side of Cambridge, Massachusetts. Everyone enjoys watching the little dogs that herd the sheep. You know about them. They always have a demonstration of sheep herding with these little dogs. They whistle, and the dogs will hop one way and do things. And Dan said, when I was telling about this, Dan said, "Uh, don't ever get a border collie. He said that he was once with a bunch of dog walkers out in the woods and without Without noticing what had happened, these border collies had herded all their owners together. He said they were so close they were touching, shoulder to shoulder and chest to chest. I hope you lonely young people in big cities are listening.
recorded probably before, clarinet marmalade. You probably memorized that solo, what, 40, 50 years ago? All I know about what I'm going to tell you now is what I heard, and it seems that someone got blind drunk and then staggered off bare but naked and tried to start a fire on the floor of a nearby woodshed. Now, you you following this? Upon hearing this, naturally, I quickly whipped out the little notebook you've seen me carry on my right pant leg. I wanted to get it down so I could tell you about it. And I wrote down the following salient points. Please, oh, please listen closely. The property owner heard the commotion outside and dialed 911. Of course, by this time, the drunk's friends had found him and had luckily put out the fire. Meanwhile, the drunk had escaped and run off into the woods, still, of course, bare-butt naked. Later, a fireman reported seeing him out on the main road, so the property owner once again called 911, this time, of course, to alert the sheriff. And what do you think the dispatcher said when she was told that a naked man was staggering down the road? Can you give me a description? Thank you. 
do did I think to remind you that you're listening to the humble farmer here on your favorite radio station? With any luck at all, I'm right here every week at this time playing old-fashioned music just for you. I am the humble farmer at gmail.com, and of course, I'd love to hear from you. And even if you think you know everything there is to know about any given topic, as you well know nowadays, it doesn't hurt to Google and find out if you are indeed up with the latest techniques that will enable you to do things like catch the mice that are eager to move in close to your buildings in October. And this is what I found. Mousetrap bait ideas. Bacon. Bird seed. Oats. Butter. Chocolate. Pet foods. Marshmallows. Candy. Raisins. I read this. And I am going to put peanut butter on the trigger with a pumpkin seed in the middle of it, and then three drops of maple syrup that I get right off the shelf in the store, right on top of that. Because according to some of my friends, you know, my friends who eat only organic foods, two or three drops of this corn syrup that you get off the shelf at your local store, well, that's enough to do a mouse in.
Father Hines and Jimmy Noon. Do you read everything that people post on your Facebook page? There are some people I don't even bother to read on my own Facebook page. I want you to know I believe there's only a man who could go without ice cream for nine years, as I recently did, is capable of such mental control. Can you ignore some of the things people post on your Facebook page? Or are you weak? Do you feel compelled to read their nonsense? I claim, I'm boasting now, I claim to be the only person you know who is capable of not reading the posts some people put on my Facebook page. I hope someone will correct me if I'm wrong. I am the humble farmer at gmail.com. Thank you. 
found a new baby. Who was that anyway? Which which one was I was playing? I was playing the the top one. So that must have been McKinney's Cotton Pickers. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station. Where with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. I'm The Humble Farmer, because I'd love to hear from you. TheHumbleFarmer at gmail.com. And here is a letter. I do get letters. This letter is in response to Mike Crow's article in Fisherman's Voice on the Humble Farmer radio program. And it says, Dear Humble, what an excellent story Mike wrote. I will remind you again that your program was so refreshing for me, so thought-provoking, and indeed a comfort when I found myself widowed. I laughed, cried, danced to your music, and of course thoroughly enjoyed the clever commentary. Thanks for sending this wonderful story about you and the real Maine from Allie. So I thank you so much for that, Allie. I need to hear those things, you know. And then this letter, and it has to do with the good old days back when one would take a high school sweetheart down to the dump on Sunday afternoons, uh, Sunday afternoons, you know, to shoot rats. You remember those days? We talked about that. And with regard to that, radio friend Sony writes, My old roommate moved when he was 15. He was unpacking, and his neighbor, Tom Best, a.k.a. Beste, came over to introduce himself. The first words out of his mouth were, Hi, I'm Beste. You want to hunt rats? Thank you so much. Thank you so much for passing that along, Sony. You know, isn't it nice to think back to the days before the Internet and cell phones when, well, young people, back, back then young people were responsible for their own cultural enrichment.
augmented 11 up to the root. Never knew what note he was going to end on there. You waited to hear it, didn't you? I don't know if I should tell you now that you're listening to The Humble Farmer and, and to thank you for listening. I don't, don't know if I'm going to be able to work that in before we close here. Thank you, thank you, thank you anyway for listening. Old habits die hard. You know this, old habits die hard. Even though I have inherited three grandchildren, you've heard me say many, many times over the years that I could never afford to have children myself. So, I still have a lot of pre-grandchildren baggage, and we're going to talk about that right now. For some reason that I have never been able to understand, an awful lot of people think that their ability to create another human being is something to brag about. Would not a single man sooner boast that he had somehow lived over 50 years without contributing to what might be the greatest problem on our planet today, which is, of course, increasing the population. As you know, I'm, I'm not arguing the point. I'm not trying to get anything bad going here, but I am simply outlining some common social parameters. So, your friends who have created another unique human being meet you on the street. You know what happens. You're supposed to acknowledge the presence of this new person who might be anywhere from five days to five years old. I can't do it. As far as I'm concerned, an entity unable to verbally articulate its sentiments does not exist, which might explain why I don't listen to talk radio. You might recall hearing me tell how a new mother was so distressed over my inability to see her new child that she had there in her arms that she threw the child in the air two or three times. This is true. She took the child, threw it in the air two or three times right in front of my face, you know, just to get my attention. See this child. For years afterward, I boasted that I saved that child's life by acknowledging its existence before she dropped it. Anyway, you do not say anything about their child when you meet them in a store or on the street. That's when they get back at you. They bring the child into your home. And of course, that's when, that's when they've got me. Because you know this well. If you don't say some very nice things about their child, the minute they come in the door... They unleash it.
only got a minute, so I don't have time to unload another rant on you. So I'll just thank you so much for listening to The Humble Farmer. With any luck at all, I'll be back here next week, right here on your favorite radio station playing old-fashioned music just for you. Love to hear from you. I am the Humble Farmer at gmail.com. Oh, I pushed the wrong button. How could I do that? Okay. This is really going to foul me up here, isn't it? Let me see. One, two, one, two, three. I'm not going to have time to do it. Am I going to have time to get that around there? Four. And the next one is that one. Let's try it for 15 seconds. Let's see if I can push the right button this time. If I can remember which one it is. That's that one there. <laughs>